Good evening. Welcome to this dark night here at St. Paul's, the beginning of Holy Week. Uh, traditionally, this is called Maundy Thursday to remind us of the mandate that Jesus gave, love one another as I have loved you. On this night, we reenact just a bunch of humble disciples, a group of ragtag guys who are going to reenact uh, the Last Supper of our Lord, the Lord's Last Supper. And in this night, we think to ourselves, who will betray who will fall away, and who will remain faithful? You already know the answers to these questions, uh, but together we remember that it is our Lord who is always faithful, even on this night, this night where he will be betrayed, arrested, and begin his passion for us. It's also a night to celebrate because this is the night when he institutes and begins the New Testament. So we celebrate these things tonight. Uh, the service is listed in your bulletin. If you can't read it, you can always get closer to the lights, move around a little bit. But we do invite you in this holy night to sing along with us in the songs and to uh, meditate on the words that you hear tonight. So a gracious, warm welcome to all of you. How will we destroy this man? And when? Not during the feast, but to be an uproar of the people. We will lose our nation and our power. What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? How about a generous sum of 30 pieces of silver?
Simon Peter and John, now is the time. Now I want you to go to Jerusalem to prepare the Passover for us. Where should we prepare it? Well, you're going to go to Jerusalem, and when you get there, you're going to see a man carrying a jar of water on his head. Yes, a man carrying a jar of water on his head. Go to the house that he goes into and tell the master of the house. The rabbi asks, where is the guest room? And he'll take you to a large upper room, furnished, prepare it there.
my disciples, you have been with me all this time, and yet on this night, one of you will betray me. No, not I. What does he mean? One of us will betray him. We have left everything to follow him. And he had promised in a new world, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will sit on 12 thrones. And everyone who has left anything for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. He told us this is impossible with man. But with all things, it is possible with God. And now, one of us is going to betray him? I am the leader of this group. We all follow him. And I am the first to follow him. He named me Petros, which means Rocky, because I was the first to confess that he was the Christ. He said, on this rock, I will build my assembly and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But are the gates of hell prevailing tonight? My Lord called me to follow, but he also called me Satan. Satan, behind me. You are setting your mind on the things uh, of God, not of God, but on the things of man. I will never deny him, even if they all deny him. I will never deny him even if I go to prison with him. But maybe it is me. Is it I, Lord? Betray him. One of us will betray him? How, how could God let this happen? He is the Messiah. I've known this ever since John the baptizer said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Behold, the Lamb of God. In those first days, we stayed with him. We saw him turn water into wine. We saw him cleanse the temple. I've known he is the Christ, and I love to bring people to him. I brought Simon to him. I'm, I told we found that's when Jesus told Simon, "You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, Rocky." I brought others to Jesus too, little boys with a few loaves of bread, Greeks, but mostly Jesus. He has brought us all close, so much closer to God. I know I haven't done enough to bring his kingdom, but maybe it is me. Is it I, Lord? I may not be as big as Big James, but I have big faith. I know that Jesus is the Messiah. He said, repent and believe, for the kingdom of God is at hand. He said, he said, the kingdom of God is in your midst. I know the kingdom of God is in our midst. Who could doubt it? Who else but God's king could do the things that the things that he does? Calming the seas, casting out devils, healing so very many. Now one of us will betray him? That certainly won't be me. I believe I would never. But I, Lord, is it I? Is it I?
Who could know Jesus like we do and betray him? Who could deny him? Maybe one of these others on the outer circle. Not me as I'm on the inner circle. Always me, John, and Simon. Sometimes Andrew. We are good Galileans from Bethsaida. Once we find the Messiah, we follow him to the end. Especially me and John. We could never betray him. We are his chosen sons of thunder. We might even sit on his right and left when he rules. We ought to. We've left everything to follow him. Dad's business, our family, everything. Me and John and Simon too. We were with him on the mountain. We saw the glory and offered to make booths. We heard the voice from heaven. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And we have been listening. We wouldn't betray him. Or at least I wouldn't. Would I? Lord, is it I? I thought I could trust these guys. And now one of us will betray the master. How could they? I know I won't. I've given up too much to stop now. His words are too powerful. His words let us know, do things that we couldn't do on our own. Follow me, he said. And I did. I got up never to collect filthy lucre again. I repented. I threw a party in his honor, me, Levi, the tax collector. I'm a new man. I'm following him all the way, wherever. His words have changed my life. I thought I could trust these guys, but maybe not. Maybe all Jesus' words about being the least in the kingdom, these guys didn't hear a word of it. They want to be the greatest, greater than the Messiah himself. One of them will betray him, not someone like me, a new man. Right? Am I right? Is it I, Lord? I knew it. It's that filthy tax collector, or that grubby money grabber, or those stinky fishermen. Who will betray Jesus? Who will let the kingdom down? Jesus said to be ready to turn the other cheek, but I am glad I kept the sword all this time. I will be ready for the traitors. But how does Jesus know this? And if he does, why doesn't he do something about it? How he restored the kingdom of Israel. Didn't he say the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force? Well, I will never fall away, even if it costs me my life. I am ready and I will not betray my king. It is not I, Lord. Is it? He must be right. One of us will betray him. He always knows what will happen. He seems to always know what people are thinking. Like when Philip first told me about him. 
Come and see. We found the ones the prophets have written about, Jesus. And then he said of Nazareth, I had my doubts. There's nothing good about that place. But then I met him, and he seemed to know my thoughts already, my prayers. He always seems to know our thoughts. He must know that one of us will betray him, but surely not me. He called me a true Israelite in whom there is no deceit, but my heart is prone to wander, Lord. I feel it. Surely it is not me. I surely hope not. Is it I, Lord? Who could betray our master? All of us in our own ways were lost, and he found us. He called us to be his disciples. Usually rabbis don't do the finding. They're the ones who get found by devoted learners. But not him. He looked for us and found us. He called us to follow him. He wouldn't have called each of us if we were going to abandon him now on the eve of his kingdom. Maybe he's just testing us, like when he asked me how we were going to feed 5,000. Judas didn't even have a year's worth of money in that bag, I said. That was a test. Jesus knew what he was going to do, and he did it. He fed them all with just the five loaves of barley and a couple of fish. Maybe this is another test. We won't betray you, Jesus, will we? At least I hope I won't fail this test. Is it I, Lord? Who would do this? And to whose hands would one of us betray him? And to the Romans' hands, Levi might do it. Maybe he knows them well. Into the Herod's hands, Philip maybe, he seems to know all the pagans. Into the Zealots' hands, Simon's, he is a zealot. He still has his sword. Into the Temple's hand, maybe James and John. Zebedee's seems to know half the Temple's servants. But why would one of us betray him into any of their hands? His hands have always done good. Touch the dead boy at nine and making him alive. Touch the Jaros, little girl. Touch all the deaf and blind and lame and sick. His hands always blessed. Who could bring him a curse by betraying him? Not me, surely not me. It is not me, is it, Lord? My brothers, this is the night of our Lord's Passover tonight. We remember how Moses spoke to the people from God. Say therefore to the people of Israel, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. 
and I will deliver you from slavery to them. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. I will take you to be my people, and I will be your God. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has brought you out from the Egyptians. And remember, the night of Passover itself, Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for each of your houses. Take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin from the Passover lamb and touch the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to destroy. You shall observe this right as a statute for you and for your sons forever. And when you come to the land, the Lord your God will bring you. And when your sons ask you, what makes this night different from every other night? You shall say to him, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. For he passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians, but spared our houses. That is our Lord's Passover. And brothers, on this night, the Lord fulfills the Passover. It is on this night that we make a new covenant, a new testament forever, as was promised by our prophet Jeremiah, who said, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers, on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them. I will write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know the Lord from the greatest to the least. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, for you bring forth bread from the earth, the New Testament is this, take and eat, this is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, for you bring forth the fruit of the vine. Take and drink, this is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sins. In this night, we fulfill the Lord's Passover. And this night, I give you my New Testament. At this time, my disciples, we eat this Lord's Passover, this New Testament, and we invite all the Lord's disciples to come forward to receive this Passover, this New Testament.
Who could possibly turn Jesus over and betray him? Haven't these guys been listening? We're disciples who are loved. Beloved, he washes our feet, brings us to the Passover, teaches us the way of God in truth. We have seen his glory, not only on the mountaintop, but everywhere he goes. He gives us signs of his glory, the water into wine, people healed at a distance, the man at the pool, the blind man in the temple, and the breaking of bread and the feeding of crowds. But remember, when he spoke the hard words about the bread from heaven, he said, whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. When he said this, many of the other disciples went away, and he asked us if we wanted to go away too. That made us so sad. And Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. But then he told us, didn't I choose you, the twelve, yet one of you is an adversary? Who could possibly be his adversary? He chose us, and he loves us. Surely it is not I. Is it I, Lord? I have no doubt that one of us will betray him. That's the way all good things go. Someone always lets you down in the end. And it will be bad. It will be really bad. We know they have a warrant for his arrest, so he'll probably get arrested. For what? Who knows? And he might even get killed. And we'll probably get killed right along with him. Why do I agree to all this? Yeah, I have no doubt one of us will betray him. But sometimes I doubt all the things I've seen. I wouldn't have believed anything he's done if I hadn't seen it. Who can believe all the things you hear these days? I still don't hardly believe much of it at all. But I do believe one of us will betray him. That's just the way these things go. You can't keep a good thing going. But I hope he's not talking about me and my doubts, my little faith. Is it I, Lord? A betrayer? He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yes, he's talking about me, but I'm not betraying him. I'm handing him over to the chief priests to force the moment, to give him a chance to rise up. Surely the thousands of followers here for the Passover will listen to his voice and take up arms and overthrow the Roman scum. The people hailed him, Hosanna to the son of David, Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father, David. Hosanna in the highest. It's him they want, not these Roman overlords. Starting tonight, he has his chance. Surely he will seize the day and lead us to victory. All Israel will thank me for delivering him so that he will deliver us. And I can't say I mind being 30 silvers the richer. It is he to whom I give this morsel of bread after I have dipped it. What you do, do quickly. 
You see, Judas, but I tell you, brothers, you will all fall away from me on account of this night. Just as the, yeah, just as the scriptures have said, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. No, 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 no. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Simon. Simon, Satan has demanded to have you to sift you like wheat, but after you are restored, strengthen your brothers. Lord, I am ready to go to prison and to death with you. Simon, Simon, I tell you, you will deny me three times this night before the rooster crows. Remember when I sent you all out with no money, no knapsacks, no extra sandals? Did you lack anything? No. 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 But now, so that this scripture might be fulfilled from our prophet Isaiah, that he might be numbered with the transgressors, so that this scripture is fulfilled. Get your money bags. Get your knapsacks. Sell your cloak and buy a sword so that it will be fulfilled. He'll be numbered among the transgressors. You have swords? Yeah, yeah. Still to this day? Enough. Let's go.
I have sinned. I've betrayed innocent blood. What is this to us? See to it yourself. It is not lawful to put it into the treasury. It is blood money. At this time, we listen to a reading from Psalm 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, and am not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers rushed in me. Excuse me. Our fathers trusted in me. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, he trusted in the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him seeing he delighteth in him. But thou art he who took me out of the womb. Thou didst make me hope when I was upon my mother's breasts. I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God from my mother's belly. Be not far from me, for trouble is near. But there is none to help. Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan have beset me round. They gaped upon me with their mouths as a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws. And thou hast brought me into the dust of death. For dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked, wicked have enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I may tell all my bones. They look and stare upon me. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be thou not far from me, O Lord, O my strength. Haste thee to help me deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise thee. Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye, the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him, all ye, the seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred 
the affliction of the afflicted. Neither hath he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard. My praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord and seek him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord. And all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All that that be fat upon the earth shall eat and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him, and none can keep alive his own soul. A seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto the people that shall be born, that he hath done this. Go in peace. Good night.